Okay, are we recording now? Yes. All right, three. <laughs> I already did the countdown! You were supposed to start when I did the countdown! edition of pardon the distraction i am one of your hosts dj blue pdx here with none other than the lost drake the man the myth the person who can't seem to figure out which record button is which how to manage his microphone and more importantly when or when not to color in his beard today is a day when we discuss all the things we did over the last several weeks fuck it we skipped the whole by the way it's an 18 plus show fuck it we skipped the whole uh (laughs) having a special guest episode because well frankly no we've done four episodes dj we've only done three i need you to count with me we did did our episode 10 11 and 12 we are on our fourth episode oh wait we shot the shit and then did indie game and then did yes Marvel and now it is four. You're right. We are on week Counting four. Is this fun. is recap episode. I, I have four fingers. I have four fingers. It feels really he good. He does not know All how right. to <clears throat> count. He does not know how to count. First of all, if you're watching us, uh huge shout out and thank you. And we appreciate it. By the way, you can get your part in the distraction gear at the link down below. I've got my fat ass hoodie on. This shit is lit. He's got the sweatshirt, big old pardon the distraction podcast on the front of it. And we are going to be talking about not only a recap of the things that we went over through and some of our favorite moments over the last month, but some of the things that happened this week, including how to look like a cheap-ass bitch. Let me go ahead and tell you. If you're a cheap-ass bitch, what do you do? You don't spend $70 million on a multi-studio division of entertainment and gaming. You simply just buy Bungie for $3.6 billion. God damn it. But you, but you buy it without getting Destiny. Yeah. So let's go ahead and just... We're just diving right into that. We're just going right right in. in. We're just going to go for the hard, the hard angle right off the bat. I want to, I want to play a game. Let's play a game. Here's a game. Hold on. Drake, who am I? Uh, I am going to leave Microsoft because they're a bad partner in publishing. I'm going to leave Activision because they're a bad partner, a bad publisher. We're going to be completely independent forever and ever and prove everyone wrong. Two years later, we're going to partner with Sony. Oh, I thought you were talking about my grandma. Nope. We're talking about Bungie. Oh, okay. Now, what did Sony get in the deal? I'll tell you what they didn't get. They didn't get the multi-platform and multi, I would say it's a multi-platform, multi-year and multi-expansion success story that is known as Destiny. Uh, Destiny kicked off as the first game that Bungie created and actually published at, once they departed the Halo somewhat. franchise. Yeah, and they did a great job with it. It was wonderful. Everybody remembers the joys of Destiny 1, Destiny 2, and all of its expansions. Everything from raids, puzzles, and more. And the one thing that Sony didn't get in the deal was any influence or power over Destiny whatsoever. Uh, Bungie announced today that they have taken complete and total creative control over their IP for Destiny to something that Sony will have absolutely zero influence on, but they are hiring like absolute mad cats right now, which means they are bringing and creating a brand new division of the studio to do what? I don't know. I've heard a lot of different theories, and I'm going to be honest, some of them actually hold true. I think if you're looking at something that needs to create a multiplayer experience that is actually valid and legitimate, Sony could definitely do it. Now, granted, the fact that their total multiplayer environment, given their connectivity, is a complete shit show. 
even its best moments, this could be funny. But, uh, you know, I was talking to Kick-Ass Jamis earlier today about this, and one of the things that he brought up that he thought would be really interesting that most likely is probably near where they're going, um, they're probably bringing back or trying to create something new. And let's be honest, the FPS framework that Bungie's created for Destiny is a great baseline to start another series. I don't mm -hmm. know, maybe, as he suggested, Killzone, or what would be even more interesting to bring back one of the greatest legacies in Sony history, Resistance. No. Starting with Resistance Fall of Man and Resistance 2, Resistance 3, and of course, the one of the rated one of the top five games on the PSP was Resistance Retribution. This game is absolutely incredible. And for any of our Sony fans out there, trust me, I'm the first, <clears throat> despite the fact that I'm a Halo guy, I will jump on the bandwagon. There are a handful of games that I absolutely adore in the world of Sony that are unprecedented and you can't talk shit about them. You've got God of War, Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank. There's Uncharted. You've got, um, <clears throat> there, there's multiples that are incredible Horizon. games. Horizon. Which is coming uh, out with a new uh, a sequel. New things. Yep. So Sony's got some stuff there, but we've also got a problem because Sony's consistent failure when it comes to all things online multiplayer has a problem. <clears throat> Even with the Sony Plus program, your networked capability within your player base is a nightmare to deal with. After all, that was what provided the inset and, and the access point, if I'm not mistaken, for the hack that happened. What? How many years ago was that? Oh, God, that and it was took wild. down the Sony network for yeah. two and a half months yeah. before they could even get things working again because of how bad it went, they well, got Well, it jacked. was working, but it went down to like bare <clears throat> basics because it was a data breach and everybody's information was stolen, including mine uh, at that time. And and then to make it even worse, uh, my original gamer tag uh, on Sony was taken at that time, and I've never been able to uh, get it again. So, so I, I have never been able to have it since. So yeah, that, that was a huge thing for me as a gamer. And I'll be honest, my experience with mo the multiplayer on Sony's online network was so bad. That's one of the reasons that drove me to Xbox. And that's, you know, and of course, I had already been a fan of Halo at that point when I finally just got rid of my PlayStations and moved on. Yeah. Now, does that mean that what I the decision I made was right? No. And of course, we've got fan, we've got, I'm not going to say fan, but we've got, we've got fans on both sides of the fence here, fans of gaming. I mean, definitely look, not a, look, we're not, we're not going to say this right we're not now. Be, we're pro Xbox. We're pro PlayStation. We're pro gaming. Well, yeah. Well, and that's, and that's exactly Enjoy where, what you like. Yeah. My <clears throat> concern here is if they're really going for a multiplayer experience, the risk is they have got to do some infrastructure control inside their network opportunities, unless they are finally going to relinquish their IPs to be pushed out on steam. We saw the test build already. That got pushed out with God of War, which I'm excited to play. The question is, is what they're tasking Bungie to do and build for them going to be part of what's going to push that into the next generation? Or are they simply going to try and fall back onto what they already know on tried and true and see if it manages to maintain the lifespan of what this partnership is going to be. Let's be honest, they only spent $3.6 billion. It's not like the $70 billion that Microsoft just spent acquiring well, Activision and Blizzard. Well, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it like this. <clears throat> I mean, granted, they did lose $20 billion when they bought <laughs> Activision and Blizzard in stock options. Look, okay, I, I'm just going to say this right now. So the, the, balance, the, <laughs> the balance right now is a little 
little skewed. Um, obviously, Activision was a huge buyout with all the different game developers, all the studios. Microsoft bought, I think it was up to like 22 different studios with that acquisition, which hasn't huge. even formally gone through yet. Um, no, Sony hasn't. For, I don't know when this Sony buyout actually takes place. They didn't even talk about it. I it sounded like it was already done. Like that's that was the weird thing about it. The way that they said it is like, hey, Sony now owns Bungie, and that's they, it. They they so didn't they, say anything other than like time frames. Hey, it's going through at this time. I I looked up on multiple different news they, sources. They too. said it. They said it the same way that we got told Mixer was closing down. Hey, yeah, over a way, tweet. Bitches, you're going to over Facebook, a tweet. Go away. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So when the employees get the message, well, 35 well, minutes even that we too, did. you could even tell. Like Liana, who who I have known for quite <sighs> some time in the industry, she was community manager. She's she is the community manager for Bungie, and even her reaction seemed like she was kind of like, "Oh, I woke up to this email." I don't know if that's actually true. If she knew, or if, obviously, when you put up, you know, when you're a community manager, you don't always be outright right off the bat because you may have known stuff for months well, you may yeah, you, public, but you're not going to go out there because you have NDAs. and yeah cover, cover public facing information is always very different yeah. and you have to respond to it as though you didn't know any of the insider information yeah straight up but but even so with that me being a huge destiny fan this was a huge shock for me this is what i woke up to and i was like well three <clears throat> things are going to happen it's going to go one way or the other it's going to go right down the middle Am I excited that Bungie got more money? Yes. It's great for Bungie. But yeah. I feel like as a true Destiny player, and actually like DJ brought up earlier, and this is this is a big thing too, is that, all right, well, they were part of Microsoft. They left because they didn't have control. Sony is known for controlling their company so much that they have left because of it. Um... Their partner relationship with their companies and their studios is not the best rapport. There are yeah. a lot of companies out there that are really great, and there are people that have had great, outstanding relationships. And this is based on just facts, news, information that's came out to all of us that we have heard over the last, what, 25 years. So I'm just going to say this, is that since the foundation of Sony, Sony has had a track record of throw money at stuff and <clears throat> let's see where it lands. And if they don't right. like it, they pull out and they leave and they don't care. They don't care about the developer. They don't care about what the prog. If it doesn't make Sony look good, their their example is players first. What wasn't that their slogan for like years? They have for never been players time. first. I have said this for years. Xbox has always played the long game and I am not siding with Xbox over PlayStation, even though right now PlayStation, I'm a little jaded towards because I use my Xbox every day where the PS5 mm -hmm. has been a dust, a dust collector. It's just been sitting there. There are plenty of games that are coming up this month. I mean, you got Sifu, which looks amazing, and, and it's all Kung Fu. That game looks really awesome. The art style is awesome. You got Horizon coming up. And <clears throat> if you play Destiny, that's also on PlayStation as well. But what I don't want to happen is what happened when Destiny 1 first came out. They had these exclusive weapons maps crucible packs that came out that you could only get on playstation you couldn't get them on xbox and it was the same with call of duty <clears throat> playstation yep. is known for these exclusive fucking deals that shut down the consumer us as gamers we do not get everything 
that everybody else gets. I'm going to give you another example. Marvel's Avengers with Spider-Man. Which was a yeah. big hurt. And that huge hurt. That right personally <clears throat> cut that player base down. Everybody was pissed about it. Whether the yep. game's succeeding or not now, it still has a fan base, but it's very small. It dwindled. The first month, it had astronomical sales. But yep. after that, it died out because, and and I quote, the head of Sony and Square Enix both had a meeting and, and goes, you know, this game really didn't launch like we liked it. It really did not perform. We shouldn't have put Crystal Dynamic on this. They're not good at multiplayer games. Why are you going to throw your development team under the fucking bus like that when they're the ones that created a game from scratch? That campaign was amazing. The first yep. one, and even the even the claw expansion and all that stuff, that they were okay, but every game needs time to grow. Destiny did not become Destiny overnight. It had a foundation. It had Halo to build upon, in a sense, because it already had yep. the Halo base. Everybody loved Halo so much, so they just transferred over and said, you know what, we'll give this a try, and so many people loved it, and it's probably got one of the most loyal fan bases, but also one of the most toxic, just like Halo. Well, yeah. No, yeah. And, and and it's not it's not in here. I'm just gonna say this because if you go on a Reddit thread for Halo or Destiny, hey, it's very then similar. You're asking if you go into a Reddit thread for any reason, you're asking for excuses well, to drink. True. But a lot of people go in there for information or they go in there but but I'm what? gonna tell you though, they nobody goes there for facts. Well well here's the nobody. thing nobody here well here's the developers do, if unfortunately. That's alternative facts. They do. They go in there. Fuck, they try to listen to Reddit. But Reddit is Jesus. so toxic. It is. It's just. It's just the way it is. It's but, a Call of Duty lobby with a bunch of nightmare nine-year-old to seventeen-year-olds talking a bunch of shit and telling you to go fuck your mom. Yeah, you. Like, you don't even know what you're doing. You. You. You're a developer. You don't know nothing about this game. Give it to us. Everything for free. We don't want to pay for nothing. Right, because that's their allowance right. isn't high enough, and the fact that they still haven't passed Algebra 2. Yeah, that's literally everything in Reddit. It's literally like, hey, we want <clears> everything <throat> for free. We don't want to pay for anything. Fuck the developers. You know what? But look, working in the gaming industry. but toxic. It makes me It's really, and you know, this is an ongoing gonna, subject that we talk about all the time. We're going to have 4chan canceled because of this. We're going to have 4chan canceled because of this. No, we're not. No, we're not. Jesus. Look. Here, here's the thing, right? So Halo, amazing game. Destiny, amazing game. All these games, they all came from Microsoft originally, right? Yep. Now, Bungie went to Activision, and we all know what a train wreck that was and what it still is today. Activision yep. has been the train wreck of the industry. And but it did one good thing. Yeah. It did one good thing. And you know what that is? It brought out all the toxicity in the gaming industry so that way we can fight it. Yeah, from a developer standpoint, and it, and I and again, we everybody part of the D wants to really reiterate our, the, our support in coming forward with ensuring that we have functionally diverse and robust environments in order yep. to develop games in that are fair, equal, and respect not only the rights but the personalities and the ability to be who we are as developers in the gaming industry. I know that sounds weird coming from two white guys, but at the same time, this is not about like. We have to protect everyone's creativity. The talent from all of these employees needs to be treated with respect and needs to be seen and advocated for. And I'm glad that finally there's a new captain at the helm yeah. to finally correct the things that went sideways. And I mean, not just sideways, the horrifically absurd atrocities committed against 
uh, so many different people, so many different women, so many different people of color at Activision Blizzard. And so finally, you know, and this is a gay guy who's in game development and a gamer. This is the thing, like, hopefully this all gets solved quickly. Yeah. The fact that Bungie's tying up with Sony, I find hilariously funny, but... You know, yeah, we, we I do. Saying. I do wish the best for this merger. I think this partnership has potential to be great. I think it's fucking hilarious that it's two weeks after Sony announced this shit. You know, yeah. Sony got on the phone after they lost twenty billion dollars in stock value and went, "Well, we've got three point six to play with. What do we do? Do we invest in some sort of a, a, a venture or a capital? You know, yeah. anything? They did no, it as a retaliation method for sure. I mean, like even sure. if they had the stuff in let's discussion, they they did the worst part." ever to it looks it, like a retaliatory yeah it looks version. like retaliatory even even if it wasn't most of these deals don't happen overnight we all know that like they're they're months or years in advance except, we're talking but it except was i would i would lay money on the fact that there are a bunch of employees who had zero fucking clue this conversation was even fucking happening no they i guarantee you none of them knew about it except the the head honchos and they went back to sony and like all right look Things are expensive. We got this new IP coming out that we've been working on for years because supposedly they've been working on this new IP for over five years. So yep. Bungie is known for one game right now other than Halo. That's Destiny. They had Marathon. They had some other stuff, you know, but yeah. and Oni and like there was some other small games like way back in the day. But being a true Bungie fan that I am because... Without them, we wouldn't have Halo. We wouldn't have Destiny. Those two franchises themselves are staples in the industry. They are the reason why. Halo is the reason why we have multiplayer. I don't care what anybody says. Like Halo is the reason why we have competitive multiplayer, why we have esports. A lot of people say it's Counter-Strike and all these other things. No, it is Halo. Halo brought that in the mainstream public and made it a big thing. I used to play I will agree. Halo 2 professionally and traveled all over the world playing halo 2 and believe me back then the pot was 10 grand now for something Which like that it was amazing was back then back then it was amazing come on but, but was those, incredible but those things like those things now you look at them those should have been worth millions and millions of dollars the gaming industry is the fastest growing and most culminated esport or Splash Sport, I think people are getting paid more now in, in, in gaming than they are in actual the NFL. I mean, look yep. at Ninja when he went to Mixer. I mean, he cleaned house there. I mean, he made yep. money. He didn't even have to fill his contract because they broke up with us over a tweet. But he just Ugh. got a contract. I mean, what, what? A, and you look at Shroud, and you look at all these other competitive gamers that all left, came back to Twitch, richer than ever, they don't have to worry about shit the rest of their life. They got endorsement deals. They got everything else. Yep. It was the big publicity stunt. And and you know what? I am so glad that they did it because that's smart on them. Good for them. For Should everybody be. else, for all the yeah. smaller streamers, though, it, it still is a very hurt, wounded yeah. it, it thing. Oh. And it doesn't... Although it, I am... Go ahead. I was, although I am entertained by some of the Sony fanboys that are on uh, Twitter claiming that, guess what? We're getting Halo because they bought Bungie. Yeah, I actually saw that in some of the Twitter feeds today. And I, I have a rule that has been handed down to me by people in these studios. Don't respond to these tweets. So I don't respond to these tweets. But I'll damn well call them out. You know what like, I did love, though? Jesus <laughs> one fucking of, Christ. One of the things I did love today 
Liana, I love to bring her up because she's got a sense of humor like I do. She's she she's got a very twisted sense of humor like we do. That's why I love her. But oh no! But she literally goes, "God of War, possibly in Destiny." Dot dot dot. Reddit, don't kill me. This is not real. <laughs> And I was just dead. I was laughing so hard because you know people are going to spin Jesus. that and think that Kratos is going to be in Destiny now. But you know oh, what? Yeah, no. You never know, though. Well, I heard you never it. I heard thought... it to somebody at Bungie. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Well, look, we sure. never thought in a million years that we'd ever have Halo weapons inside Destiny and that happened. You know what I mean? Like, well, it, you, I feel like I mean, kind of, but not really. Tribute elements to the origins of the creators. I mean, sure. it was Why not? That's, that's a... Yeah, like it's not the real things. It just looks like it. They're cosmetics. They're nice. They're cool. They're, it's, it's, a, it's a great add-on. I mean, they were pretty close. Um, yeah, right. They um, were pretty close. And they added the skulls and they added those other things too. Yeah. So, in the 30th anniversary. But that's the 30th yeah. anniversary. That's everything that they've ever developed. So it makes sense, you know. And yeah. we'll probably see a 50th anniversary. And, you know, I'll be in a walker pooping my pants, but I'll still be playing bungee games. <laughs> and they'll probably be on, you know, the, the you new. You kids, you can't beat me. I'm the shit. They'll no, be on the new. You actually took a shit. Damn it! <laughs> well, it'll literally diapers. just be. We'll I'm gonna raid. Be... <laughs> God damn it! We're we're literally just gonna be sitting in in a wheelchair playing video <laughs> games in a VR headset, but it's gonna be called the Nin Sonebox. <laughs> the Nin Sonebox, right? Nin Sonebox. Well, you know what? That actually got, is a I pretty got, catchy name. I'm not gonna lie. Nin I got asked that question the other day. I got asked that question the other day. What are you gonna do when you retire? I said, "The fuck do you think I'm gonna do? Play video Travel games. Travel and play." Travel and play video games. Yeah. What the fuck do I do for a living now? Travel and play video games. I mean, that's the funny thing. If you're a successful streamer. Come on. If you're a successful streamer and you're actually successful at what you do and, you, and you're paying your bills and you're living and you have money in the bank and you're doing well, like, honestly, at the end of the day, and you can do this every single day and not have to worry about the day-to-day -day stuff. How is this not a job? You know what I mean? A lot of people look at streaming as, oh, I'm a professional full-time streamer, and they have like 10 fucking people in their channel. Look, I'm not trying to beat anybody's bush, but that sounded dirty. But look. Wow. At the end, I mean, it did. Sorry, I had to say it. But anyway, so what I'm saying, though, is that, like a lot of people get a little too big-headed when they start doing content. And and you start looking at these people, and you, you start sitting if, back and you you this is going to be our gaming society in 10 15 years what's happened okay. today in this last two weeks between activision blizzard we're going to be we're going to be playing their newest games it but it won't matter what system it's on like we said we're pro gamer not console these things are going to flop left and right oh they're on sony they're on microsoft oh they're on nintendo they, you know like i don't know why i got a really really I'm like, red why are accent. you suddenly from arkansas oh, dude i don't know well <laughs> i'm a good swimmer what wait wait, wait. wow okay it's anyway. a landlocked state <laughs> yes what the against gators i don't know <laughs> Anyway, everybody I'm from Arkansas dead. just canceled me. Sorry. They don't even know how to I use know. the internet. It's fine. <laughs> it's, um, it's technically pronounced AR Kansas, so it's fine. Ark um, to Texas. Arkansas. Arkansas. Okay. Well, everybody right. in Arkansas hates and unfollows. They hate subscribe. They hate this podcast now. They all No, hate it's all right. Podcast. We right. love you. Now we're going to start getting dislikes. This mm. is what happened. Yeah. We look. need to cut this whole piece. Yeah. Or not. Get, get everybody out. Kick right. us Kick us out. We don't. We need a new host right. on this show. We're going to get canceled in Arkansas. That's how it happens. Um jesus fucking christ uh so and just 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 to be clear we want to can i can i 
No, no. I'll, I'll leave that alone. Um, <laughs> Wait, what were you going to do? Now I want to know. Uh, I wanted to. Yeah, no. We're going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm not <laughs> going to bring it up right now. Why? Uh, what is it? Now I want to know. Uh, mm, mm, you can't do that. Now you got everybody who's listening intrigued. I'm intrigued. Now I want to know. What are we going to say? I'm instigator. What are you going to say, Fan DJ? Fan fandom is an incredible thing. <laughs> I like how you start off with that. That Fan is a good segue into I'm going to start shit talking everybody. Let's go. Fandom is an incredible thing. And I think that it is always important that when we are expressing our fandom, we're doing so in a way that advocates for the success of the person that you are uh, a fan of. Um, and to build on what you said about the process of, of evolving as a content creator, I think it's important that we notice that there is a process of building blocks. You can't like, it is very rare when you see somebody come in and they become instantly successful. Yeah. It is years and years and years in the process of building these things out. And I've seen where like, I have a fan right now that is, <clears throat> that is uh, being expressing themselves in a, way that is definitely uh disingenuous and it's it's interesting because when we look at how we build our channels and how look, we... you don't have to talk about me live on the podcast like that it's fine i'm right here <laughs> <laughs> no uh, it's just um your progress and process for evolving into a state of success is unique unto you follow that path Sometimes that path is going to throw things at you that are going to annoy you. Sometimes that path is going to throw things at you that you're not going to want to have to go through, deal with, or in some cases do. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's not part of your path. It just means this is part of those challenges that you as a content creator are going to have to address. You're going to have to look at, and you're going to have to make choices. Sometimes they're hard choices. Sometimes it means doing everything from changing up mods to, um, a, to altering the quality or the purpose of your content whether you know like i i do music and gaming whether like you have to play it by ear but you have to follow your instincts your instincts are the most important thing you can trust if it feels right go with it if it feels wrong walk away from it it's very cut and dry on this one follow your gut follow your gut do your thing um which Kind of leads us to following our gut on a different topic that I'd love to bring up since mm -hmm. we're talking about things, since we've already kind of beat the whole destiny bucket to the death. I just want to um, say one last thing on that before we go yeah. really quick. <sighs> okay. So for anybody who knows me very well, obviously destiny is like one of my favorite games of all time. I'm a big RPG guy. Love it. Right. And I don't want anybody to get offended by anything that I'm saying. But I will tell exactly how I feel, and that's how DJ is as well. And when we have topics in this in this podcast, the one thing that I always want to say is, is your opinion is valid, um, and definitely put it down below in the comments. When it comes to Bungie, it is one of my favorite studios. They have created one of the best games. It's like a lot of people who love Blizzard. A couple, a couple incredible IPs. Yeah, honestly, revolutionary because looter yeah. shooters started picking up because of Destiny. Um, and there's so many games that have come after that. Everybody always compares it. Oh, it's the Destiny hybrid. It's going to look like Destiny. Like, they did the same thing with Avengers. Um, you know, I hope and I wish the best 
for Bungie. I really do. I hope that this was something in their best effort to make Destiny better for the community, for the gamers, for the people who play it. Yep. And that is the most important part. I don't give a shit who buys them. I don't care who owns them. It is weird that this happened right after the acquisition of Activision and Blizzard. I find that as a very definitely game like chess move that they were like, hey, it's we got to do something. You it's know, cheap and it's childish. It, it, it was, I feel like it was a jab at Microsoft, even though they may be in talks. Like Phil Spencer, this is this is one thing okay. I will say. We, he yeah, bring jumped, that up. He because jumped that's an important in thing. on this post for Bungie because he is a huge Destiny fan. He jumped in on the post and in. congratulated them and said, I promise you, we will do everything in our power to make sure that this game stays everywhere and that we already had in depth conversation. We are here for the gamers. And yep. that is why I like Phil Spencer. Yep. And me and me and DJ both met him numerous times when we were working in the game industry on Mixer, like when we were heavily involved with Microsoft. Microsoft. Yeah, well, Microsoft. Yeah. And 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 with that being said, like knowing the guy on a personal level, you know, it's I I truly believe that the gaming industry is going more to catering to gamers and not to pockets well, and as it should it should yeah. be catering to gamers and yeah and providing multiple nuanced offerings and opportunities for that immersive experience that you want as a gamer you want to feel this in so many different ways and that's going to bring us up to our next topic because yesterday in a game that solidified the buccaneers going up against the rams uh we got to see the very first full 49ers look. and the rams Ford enters the rim. Sorry. Yes, that's all right. No. Yeah. No. No, no. Yes. Yeah, 49ers and the Rams. Buccaneers lost, right? All right. Yeah, they already lost. They're already gone. Sorry. Bye, Tom Brady. Oh, he also retired. Oh, thank God. That's yeah. a whole... That's not... And Beth Roethlisberger. Look, look, <laughs> look, we're about everything, not just video games. Sports. We'll talk about football sports, in a second. I want to talk about the fact can that count too. I, I, I lost track of what happened. I was, I was watching. I'm DJing. Right, I had my DJ stream yesterday, and the game is on. I've got the game on my, I've got the game on my phone. I also had the game on my laptop, checking in back and forth on my laptop. And then the trailer came on, and I couldn't hear it with any sound. I simply saw the video of the trailer, which was, uh, definitely the step, uh, a step in the right direction. I have lots of opinions personally about it, but I think what I'm going to say is I'm excited to see. The final form of this television show, it is coming out on, on Paramount Plus on the 24th of March. And I can guarantee anybody who is like me and a Halo fan is going to be jumping on board with this. Are there some things that may be of concern or that maybe we have opinions about? You're goddamn right there is. However, I don't give a fuck if it is like... it's. I'm going to say this. It's going to be somewhere between Nightfall... And Ford or Dawn. Somewhere in there. I'm going to watch all of it anyways. Probably three times. I would rather it be here. You know what? I have a question, actually. Yes? Uh, I wasn't a big fan of Paramount+. Plus, But I tried it for the Olympics, and that was a disaster. So oh, I, un I uninstalled it. Um, Honestly, that's fuck always all what? the Olympic offerings. I was so pissed yeah, was, off at there. Well, like... 
Well, Peacock, my little sister Peacock like can literally, literally eat my ass. Michaela Skinner, Michaela Skinner, who was, which was a story in herself. I grew up with her. She's like a little sister to me. My best friend growing up. That's his actual physical blood sister. Right. And right. and she used to do like flips down the hallway, going onto my air mattress. Um, when I was staying with them after I got out of the military. And I'm going to tell you right now, like watching her and everything and her actually, you know, not being able to compete and then ended up coming back in because of Simone Biles and blah, 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 blah. I really was yeah. excited to watch the Olympics. I downloaded the app and it was, it was, ooh, it was rough. Everything you couldn't watch until 24 hours after it happened. You Dude, already it heard was, stuff. It you, was weird. You already knew the outcome. I want to see stupid. this shit live as yeah, it's it happening. Was so weird. It was the worst broadcasting ever. The Winter Olympics are about to kick off and I'll be honest. I'm not spending any money yeah. on it. I don't actually give a fuck. I actually bought the Olympic package from the Olympics app channel. And still, all we got was fucking highlights. I don't want your fucking yeah, highlights. I didn't, I didn't get I that. I want to see this shit yeah, as it's happening. I, I didn't understand fuck it. Everyone involved in that whole broadcasting protocol and all of the offerings they made, it was the worst marketing fuck up I have ever seen in my entire life as a broadcaster. And it was also weird too because you're watching it and everybody on Tokyo there was nobody in the stands. It was so weird. <clears throat> anyway, besides, I digress. We're not gonna we're just not gonna bash them. So but that's a, but, that's but what whole, I am gonna say thing. though I, is, is I do how do they release episodes? Is it all gonna be at once? Or are we getting one a week? Okay. I'll be honest. Said? I'll be honest. I think and I've been watching this happen and more and more of these streaming services are getting it because you can Watch it when it comes out. Like they could do Netflix where they just drop a whole season. Fuck it, there you go. But Netflix is also a monstrous machine. Yeah, of activity. and who is now getting into gaming too? Uh, yeah. But now you're looking at so how do we? And so here's the thing: you can do your first month trial, and you got a two week free trial, whatever, and drop a whole season. Except for they're gonna watch that shit and bounce. They're not gonna pay for their shit. You're yeah. not getting money for this. So the better plan, the better marketing plan to release it similar to broadcast television. And like here's Disney one Plus. of my biggest things that I love about. The streaming service in that extent and this is why I fucking can't stand cable companies comcast i gotta put the screwdriver down why am i talking with things like it's a wow. i don't know every week we're just gonna we're gonna do we're gonna do clips. The new thing in my hand no, you know? like we're just gonna like zoom in on you once in dj's hand this week he's holding a chicken he's holding a, a right. sharpie he's so holding like a screwdriver every week here yeah. we go yeah oh my god so when i got asked why i was canceling That's comcast, a colorful cock right all over the place. I'll tell you that. It's been all over the place. Wow. Um. They said, "Why? Why are you canceling?" I said, "Because I can't. I don't. I can't stand your. I can't stand the fucking commercials, and I don't care about your political ads." Yeah. Like straight up. There's I a don't lot of a political fuck. stuff what, on Paramount. What party I don't understand. You it. are supporting. I don't want to see your fucking political yeah. ads. I'll do my own goddamn research on my own fucking time, and I don't really give a shit. Yeah. What you have to say about it as a fucking as as a as a broadcasting provider. So therefore. Go fuck yourself. You just lost yourself a fucking customer. And I'll pay for all the rest of this shit. It's about the same amount of fucking money anyways. And I don't have to watch commercials. I don't watch commercials on Hulu. I don't watch commercials on Paramount Plus. Because I don't give a fuck to actually go through the process and the nightmare Wait, in order to deal all right. with it. So here's here's my grinding of the gears. Okay? Like, we have this segment well, like, what I, the fuck? Here's my what yeah. the fuck moment of the week. All right? So... Well, but let Why? Me, let me we're just, I gotta say it really quick. I gotta do hey, it really go, fast. Go, go, go. Okay. Do don't lose your train of thought. Because I know we're ADHD. Right. Why do you pay for a subscription membership and you have fucking commercials? Thank you, bingo. <clears throat> if you I are, get okay. advertisement, but do it on your fucking browser. Do not. I'm paying for your service. I do not want to watch fucking ads. 
I'm right. sorry. You can do, and well, you know what? If you do, do one at the beginning, one at the end. Don't do it during, right in the middle of a fucking climatic scene, and you're like, oh, this week, now we're going to talk about Tampax. I'm a fucking dude! Right? I don't need yeah, Tampax! Get your, shit, get your shit together, people. And that's, this, this is where it's funny. If you're paying for the base level of Hulu, let me be real fucking clear, you're, they're doubling their money. Yeah. Not only are they making their prescription, the subscription from you, they're also making money every time that you sit there and watch a goddamn commercial. Yep. They're making money. They're doubling. They're double dipping. It's just like right Twitch there. or anybody else. Every single so, time you play an ad, we we so, get paid for it as a content creator. I get it. So so buck it up, pay for the commercial free, and then fucking watch your shit without having to deal with these bullshit marketing crap sorry so I had let's to go get back it out to the, it was let, driving let me go, me nuts. yeah oh no you're you're Ugh. right you're goddamn right every single person here crazy. i guarantee you comment below if you don't agree <sighs> with me because when you yep. pay for a subscription you shouldn't have to fucking watch commercials and if yep. they're gonna add ads one it's at like the Pandora. end or the beginning okay that's fine cool sweet you want to get that little pitch in because hey we want to push the next series of shows mm -hmm. all right cool it's, i ran it's out like of Pandora. I'm talking gonna, about I'm it i got so upset yeah I'm going to pay for Pandora. No, pay for Pandora without fucking commercials. If I want to hear something about, hi, I'm Jake from State Farm. Hey, Jake, go fuck yourself. I don't own a car. I don't care if you're a sneakerhead. Get out of here. <sighs> Just Yeah. So, okay, let's get back to Paramount. So I think I, my guess is, because it begins March 24th, this is going to be a weekly show because they want to elongate that extension. They want to elongate that conversation because not only does putting it out week by week ensure that people will subscribe to Paramount Plus, Mm -hmm. But it also means that if you are somebody who's going to do the free trial, you're going to wait until the very end of the show once it's been talked about and the marketing's out there and everybody's already spoiled it, and then you can watch it all in one run, which is fine. A lot That's of people fine. do that. They'll wait until totally all fine. of it's out, which right. I still don't understand. But now, okay, here's the thing. When you're considering the amount of marketing capital that un well, I would say it's unpaid for marketing capital. You're talking about everybody who's going to be talking about the show, whether it's good things, bad things, fuck ups. You remember how much, how much attention Game of Thrones got because there was a Starbucks cup mm -hmm. on the fucking table in one shot that they, yep. that HBO went, they, they went back. They'd already edited it out. It was already All ready to everywhere. be replaced, but it got left on for that first day's episode. So people could be like, did you see the Starbucks cup? And yep. then what happened the next day? Oh, it was replaced. And Starbucks had a specialty drink, and they made money, and everybody made you put, money, and... You put fuck-ups in there, and people talk about it. That shit was trending for yeah. a week and a yeah. half. So now we've got th the show trending every week coming out of the gate. Paramount's going to make their money because the true Halo fans, the hardcore kids like me, are going to be paying for that shit. I already pay for Paramount Plus because I love fucking Star Trek. Mm. You can judge me. And talk shit, I don't care. No, I no, love, I, 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 I don't love, hate no, no, Star I'm talking Trek. The fans. People, Wait, which, are I'm you talking about the new Star Trek series? Discovery's on there. I but you can also pick up yet. all the other... Oh, Star Trek Discovery's I haven't watched it yet. I watched the Fucking old ones. Like, awesome. I watched the old ones. But I heard they brought everybody old back and, like, I want to see them <clears> all with tennis ball walkers. We, well, you know what? Let's let's talk about that in a second because that's an actually really good segue. Um... So I, I think it's I think it's going to be released week by week because then that extends the fact that we've got it trending on Twitter. You've got it trending in the topics. You've got it trending in late night talk shows. You've got it trending in gaming conversations, IGN, GameStop. Everybody's going to be talking about this on top of the fact that there is it pushes that exposure level to such a higher degree that you have to start considering what kind of marketability games have. What happens if they see the success here? Maybe Sony is going to start putting it together and go like, you know what we're going to do? 
Let's make Destiny the show. Well, that has been in talk for a long time, though. That, because they already did those live it. action commercials, dude. And those live action commercials were are, insane. Are They're so They're good. Great. But you want to know something else? Actually, you saying that they even said that the new cinematics that are going to be in the new campaign that oh, are yeah. coming in the new expansion in three weeks, which God, that's so crazy good. in itself, are going to be live cinematics. So yeah. it's the first time they're really diving into the storytelling. So maybe some of that money that they're getting but, is not only for the new IP, but also to yeah. shift more in a storytelling yeah. dynamic because they never had the money to do the cinematic base. But if you have Sony's and money, you know. you've And, and Sony's cinematic cap uh, yes, capacity I mean, look, it, they've got it. They've got the ability to do this shit. So what I will say about Halo's show is there is a lot of talk online that I have read. There are questions, and there have been people who are concerned about Cortana looking different. There, there are people who are having issues with the fact that Steve Downs is not the voice of Master Chief. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of elements of the conversation to be had, including. You know, the return of the 2002 Chevy Suburban. Um, so <laughs> He can't so, get over the Suburban. I, it has been driving him nuts. You guys have no idea. We had a whole a conversation suburban. about this. He's In like, the middle why? of the fight between Master Chief and two fucking elites, there's a 2002 Chevy Suburban in the shot on an alien planet. Why are we still in 20, what, 2452, 2500? We still got a 2002 that's running? He's like, there's a Winnebago and there's a There's a Winnebago that is a 1986 Winnebago. You always know it's a serious topic when DJ gets so heated that he puts his hands on his forehead. When he releases them, you see his handprint on his face. I Listen. That's how you know it's a serious topic. It gets his blood boiling. He just, and he looks like... Right, but here's and, and here's here's the thing. As a Halo fan and a Halo fanatic, I don't give. I am going to wait to watch the show. They have pointed out that this is not in canon. This is a completely separate storytelling process. That. I really do hate that. I'm upset about. I'm it. I'm going to save my opinion on that until I see the show. Because the yeah. fact is, I'm going to watch every goddamn episode. And I'm going to watch every and episode. Just to clarify, three this is times. one that's done by Steven Spielberg, correct? Yeah. Okay. Now, here's here's the thing that I expect, because you know who wasn't involved in one of the best pieces of Halo cinema I've ever seen? Mm. Steven Spielberg. And you know what it was? Ford and Adon. And anybody who says Ford and Adon wasn't... It was good. It wasn't impeccably well-produced. You're wrong. It was impeccably well-produced. Beautifully scripted. Incredible storytelling. And I want to point out that the Transmedia team, and especially, huge kudos to Kiki Wolfkill, because... The whole team came up with that as their promo and they built it up and you got released on YouTube. They didn't even, there was, it wasn't even released on a web series. Now you can watch the whole film on Netflix and a couple other services, but they released it week by week in pieces, little segments building yeah. up to the beginning. And it ends. Didn't it come with the collector's Halo edition Four of kicks off. Halo 4, right? It did. It, it, did. it came it with the collector's edition. It's, yeah, it's yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. rad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's brilliant. That's brilliant. That's so, brilliant fucking marketing. So when you put that out into the world like that and you start pushing those types of narratives, that's what I think I think needs to be pointed out. And so I'll have a fully formed opinion once I get, and I usually always give it two to three episodes. Once I get past the third yeah. episode, we're going to have a very well, long like Game discussion of about. Yeah, yeah, most same, people same. couldn't you get, need three Game episodes of Thrones, to get into it. Game of Thrones was the same way. Everybody that I ever talked to who didn't get into it, I go, did you watch past episode three or four? 
Yeah. And they were like, no, I got bored of the first episode. I'm like, you can't watch any show and watch okay. the first episode. And then the whole world's talking about it. And then yeah. you just go, like, nah, I'm not going to watch it. That it's, movie, okay. it's it like, sucked. I gave like it a Sense8. shot. It sucked. Do you, do you remember Sense8? The, oh, yeah. the, so Lana and Lily Wilkowski made Sense8. And the first episode, like, some people didn't get hooked episode one. I got hooked. Yeah. Episode one was like, on it. I know people who had to get to episode three or four before they were like, It's what? like the Wolf oh. Show, man. The wolf show that you're just now wild. watching right now, yeah, and the and the second season comes out in three mm -hmm. days, by the way. Yeah. Um, but okay, so here to not go right. off track because I know, I know. we'll go we, off track. We, we, I know we we were but we got distracted. <laughs> anyway, so uh, here's a question for you: The show when is not brought to you by Adderall, clearly. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Um, <laughs> we'd be so much more. Uh, we'd be like right now. <laughs> so today on Destiny. They were bought out. Okay, we're gonna leave now. <laughs> it's gonna be. It'd be, um, like, it'd be like a golf monologue. They so when the company for three point seven billion and moved on. Coming up next in our show, we're gonna be discussing Drake's sweatshirt choices and the colors. We'll be right back after this momentary nap. I just want to let you all know <laughs> that my side of the room is red and his side of the room is blue. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> all right so when we did have it, issues go okay, on Sorry. i know yeah no, okay go, go, go. so when did they when did steven spielberg when they did that trailer when was the very first time they announced that he was involved that they were going to announce that he was developing this series how long ago was that it's on, been a long time hasn't it at least five years it had to have been five five to ten years i feel like it's been a long time since they so first it was announced a, it, it was originally announced by wired magazine on may 21st of 2013. jesus so almost 10 years ago. nine years ago ish ish now granted, well i mean look at least we're getting granted. this before we got avatar <laughs> oh jesus fucking christ all right, but we're now, finally granted, getting the second movie this year. I, so hey. I want to, I want to go on the guessing train here. That game on the guessing good, train. By the way. Oh yeah, I want to go on. I, I want to go on the guessing train. This is my. I want to point this point out, everyone. This is just me guessing, and that's it. If perspectively thinking forward, if I wanted to do something similar to Forward Under Dawn, and I was in charge of the transmedia team and the marketing team for Halo Infinite. My first thought would be to get things started and get the ball rolling so that you could have a build out for an entire season that did what Forward Under Dawn successfully did when Halo 4 launched and kicked it off into this brand new era of 343 and Halo. What would have been ideal was to have told the story that leads up to Halo Infinite and to have filmed that in order so that all these episodes lead up to, blam, this launched the game. Now think about this, yeah. because as they as they filmed it, they've got the next season already ready to go. And imagine releasing a season of episodes that all launch one one week after the other, and at the end of the season, a new the game next comes out. the next chapter of the campaign DLC, DLC kicks off, yeah. and it picks up where the show leaves. That off. was horrible marketing on their point. That's that in my mind. That would have been ideal. That would have been the perfect iteration of this. What no one anticipated at all was COVID coming in and absolutely decimating entertainment 
across the board because you think about it yeah. productions got shut down you've got director changes you've got people jumping all over the place you've got the game getting delayed by a year all by the way just so everybody's clear covid apart. you don't automatically start jumping everywhere just so you know that is not a side yeah. effect <clears throat> unless but you're the all cdc of these different and they're going to announce it I, next week right and i'm definitely not i'm definitely not making excuses for anybody because yeah. i'm not i don't work for 343 i'm not involved i was not part of the forerunner team um we work for 431 the, there we go <laughs> The God damn it. Um we're I work for 420. Um oh my god. god damn it. <laughs> oh my god. So in an ideal world, don't in, do my, in my mind, if it was my IP, that's how I would have run it. Does that mean that's how anybody else sees it? No. And I be honest, I respect and completely support everything that 343 is doing on this level, not because I'm a shill, but because it's not my goddamn game. Yeah, it is their creative IP, and I 100% support where they have the vision for their game to go, and where they have the vision for their transmedia team to push out. Whether it is YouTube or whether it is on Paramount Plus or anywhere else, I think those are important elements to keep in mind. But um, it's just not something they just threw together and were like, "Fuck it, let's go." You know, on that topic, I think this is a mm -hmm. good thing too. Out of all the video game to movie or slash TVD, 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 um, <laughs> what the fuck, dude, I'm losing, TVD, true, true, true value true, distraction, yeah, yeah, but <laughs> dude, I can't even freaking say it now, I'm totally messed up, I can't even do it, all right, out of every game to video or TV adaptation, mm -hmm. I think there's only been like three that have actually yeah. been successful, and and I can already name them off the top of my head. <clears throat> Witcher. Go for it. Mm -hmm. Witcher was an amazing TV series, very successful, very awesome. Yep. Tomb Raider, even though it was weird, it made a lot of money in the movie theater. Mm. All right, That's it, a, that is. But it's a bad example. Thing. But a lot of people did like it, unfortunately, and they marketed yep. it appropriately because they tied it into Taco Bell. True. You're welcome. But they had good marketing, and that's why it succeeded. Number three, Doom. Not really. <laughs> no, sorry, Rock. You're not getting that one. Um, but <laughs> anyway, you're sorry. making me sweat. Man. Okay, what's what's the third one? There's a third one. I'm trying to think of what it is. There's a couple of them. Okay, uh, go ahead. Well, it was a cartoon, became a game, and then became a film franchise, uh, and that would be Transformers. Yeah, that's the, true. The, Transformers. Uh, Cybertron. The Cybertron uh, Transformers game was actually pretty. Pretty cool. That was actually pretty cool. For, yeah, for its time, Transformers um, has always made money though. No matter what, you yeah. throw anything Transformers like, and now we have the new Dino War or the Beast Wars coming out. That's the next movie, by the way. Right, which is gonna be wild. That's gonna be that's gonna uh, Beast be Wars. They... Beast Wars. Okay, look, I'm gonna go back to the '90s. Beast Wars was the best Transformers series. I say it now. There, Beast Wars was the best. Dinobot and. All oh, the yeah, oh my god, dude! Like just the T Rex and the ape, and oh god, it was so awesome. I have a challenge for you. Then I, I would definitely recommend we should make it do a special guest episode, um, next month, and we bring on Receptor Seventeen, who is a Transformers like legend. He is the most well educated and thoroughly researched Transformers fan I have ever met in my entire life. He's amazing. He's my one of my former shoutcasters for Griffball with Halo. He knows so what anything you're saying is, there is about Transformers. So what you're saying is 
Calling all Autobots. Calling all Autobots. That Receptor 17, it's yeah. time to roll out. Yes. There we go. There we go. So look, there's um, a call out. Look, we're, we're bringing people on the show and they don't even know it. Like, people right. message us, like, wait, I'm going to be on the podcast? Yes, you don't give a chance. Shout. Yep. We don't You're care. fading on here whether you're not getting on. Um, yeah. So, but, yeah. So, no, the reason why I asked yeah. that is because, all right, so every single show that normally we watch, like a trailer for, like Halo, we saw this and we're like, hmm. Like, I saw it, and I'm just going to give my personal feedback, because this is just this is just me. Playing all the Halo games, the stories have been very well done for the very long time, until 5, which... Did you I, read that, the books? I did. I have all of them, okay. and I love them. So you them. understand what, about the insurrectionists yes. and all of that? Yes. yes. And especially all the prequel stuff, especially more with the ODST and the Spartans and yeah. all the school and, and Halsey and the development. And I mean, obviously, if you played Reach, that's a lead up to a lot right. of that stuff. But and, and Master Chief. I am, yeah. So yeah. so besides the point, if you haven't read those books, definitely go get them. They're all fantastic. Definitely read the Halo books. Yeah, they, they definitely can. flush out everything a little bit more and make everything really nice. Yeah. Um, Even if you're not a reader, they read like a video game. Yeah. Trust awesome. me, it will change Very your fast entire paced. concept of reading. They're just, you want to you get in, you just go. They're good books. Both, the, whoever wrote the Halo books and the Gears of War books did a really good job because Gears of War books are the same way. They're very yeah, there's, clean. There's a team, there's a they're team so of good. authors. Yeah. They're so they're good. Fucking um, incredible. So the thing is, is like, as you're going through this and you're watching the campaigns in the games, and this is not canon. And, you know, obviously the main voice actor is not the voice actor for Master Chief. Spoiler, if you haven't seen the trailer, uh, get good. Um, but I'm just going to say this now. You you hear a voice, right? And Master Chief has never taken off his helmet. You've never seen his face. You don't know what he looks like, ever, in any game. Yeah. Supposedly in this, he takes off his helmet. And he's like a regular everyday Joe Schmo, but he's a badass. And it's like, and Cortana looks fleshed out and actually looks humanoid, which is weird. And and there are some other things that are really like questionable about the series. I'm with DJ on this. We're gonna watch it. We are definitely gonna give reviews on it, and we're definitely gonna talk about it on the show. And we're probably and gonna I'm get other people that are big Halo fans on the show. And hella talk about excited. It. And I'm and, hella excited. It's our first Halo TV yeah, show. Yeah, we're we Fuck are getting yeah. but but here's the thing: this is the same guy who brought us revolutionary vfx and brought us yeah. the t-rex on stream for us to watch back in the late 90s when nobody did shit like this no, so i'm yeah, hoping i'm hoping we people, get this some, jurassic park level incredible this so i'm hoping i'm hoping that it is that i'm hopeful i'm hoping that it continues on maybe the first season's a little rough around the edges and then they clean it up because it does look a little rough i'm not yeah. gonna lie um, but it doesn't mean it's not going to be good. The story could be fantastic. You, I'm going to treat it and just like our segment last week, how we talked about it. Comic books to movies. Yeah. You cannot always judge something just because you know the baseline. If just because you read the comic books doesn't mean the movie are going to fall exactly like it, you know? It doesn't mean it's going to be canon to everything in the comic books. It's going to be the same way with the games compared to this show. Nothing. Yeah. It, there's going to be things that we know and love. You're going to see Cortana. You're going to see Energy Swords. You're going to see Elites. You're going to see Covenant. You're going to see Master Chief. It's just not going to be yeah. the same. You have to go in with a mindset like that. Enjoy it for what it is. Well, Don't just trash yeah. it right out the bat. Enjoy it. And if it's bad, it's bad. If it's good, it's good. And it, the reviews will tell all. As long as somebody and, doesn't go yeah. in there on 
a Rotten Tomato and spam it with fake bot accounts, giving it a one review. Yeah. And I, I want to address two things. First of all, so when it comes to the authors of the Halo books, we're talking about like Eric Nyland, Kelly Gay, Troy Denning, Greg Bear, Matt Forbeck. Um, like these are just, you know, Frank O'Connor created such a beautiful, Ian Joe State, they're just a beautiful universe. And these authors managed to all bring it out one like through their own interpretations. And that's yeah. one of the most beautiful things about it. Different writers have a different style and they have a different thing. And to put the end to circle back. Oh, I hate using that term, but okay. To circle back <laughs> to something we were going to talk about earlier with regards to Paramount Plus and the full and my whole Obtuse Star Trek back. Thing, which, right? There we go. I'm gonna that's yeah, Super Bowl it back. I don't even Yes. All right, we're back in the where we go. All right, I want to point this out because this is this is imperative. When you're looking at how things are created and how things are nuanced, I went back through because I have my sleep structure where I will watch a show to go to sleep, and usually the show I've already seen, movies I've already seen, because I'll just fall asleep to them and it's fine. I decided to go back and rewatch. The Star Trek movies, the original Star Trek movies. But plus, Kev, Kevin hadn't ah, really seen Star, the Star Trek movies, right? Um, he, and the ones he had seen had been a long time ago. And so all the all the references, when I was watching the new J.J. Abrams reboots, um, uh, there were so many different things, so many different callbacks, so many yeah. different tributes, and so much fanfare provided in a new and differently unique way that were incredible. incredible. Are they still continuing that, J.J. Abrams? Is there we're still more? About, uh, I'll talk about that okay, in a go second. Ahead. Sorry. Because I... Actually, I've researched this recently as of okay. yesterday. Okay, good. So, <clears throat> when you're talking about how Halo is visionary, is 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 envisioned for television and movie, yeah. One of the key elements to think about is we are seeing the creative influence of the director and the producer. Steven Spielberg has such an incredibly robust catalog of unique films and universes and worlds that he's created through his visionary team and it's the way that he's interpreted what he's experienced so we have to consider when you see the the, the difference between for example halo uh, i'm sorry star trek the motion picture i i took me seven days to get through it because i just kept falling asleep it's that boring it's that bad of a movie it was legendary at the time because it brought back Something now wait, are you talking about are you talking about the Will the William Shatner like the yeah, old the motion school? picture Star Trek the motion picture every single time I go out to pee I have to make a point Scotty everything is I'll exaggerated <laughs> so and I will stand I will die on this hill one of the best Star Trek movies ever made was Star Trek the Wrath of Khan yep. it was so unique and so um adversely dynamic in its storytelling components in its ability to really get you that much deeper into that level of immersion with the starships and its functionality it's got these different these different myriad of cultural <laughs> I references see what you did you there. Have, it's scott look you were already ready <laughs> there we go sorry it was but my you dad have, joke you have that day. relationship between savik you're talking about the kobayashi maru and all of its references you. and <laughs> um there are things, there are all pieces of history that were part of Kirk's upbringing, but also part of how he got into Starfleet when he knew his father, etc. You've got this film, and at the end of it, you lose, you know, he loses Spock. 
at the end of it and yeah. which led into search for spock and the voyage home which was and the films get different after that no they do oh your mom's yeah. a borg you're god damn it <laughs> i love breaking your conversation god damn it all right shut up ninja um so when you get and you get through and, and the voyage home i think is one of the it's one of the cheesier but feel good versions where they just weren't sure what was going to happen with it and then of course they realized that the wrath of khan really was truly iconic in that sense that it got it serious it really created that that it had a dynamic yeah that dynamic juxtaposition between good and evil and you have kirk trying to just live and keep his, what's left of his crew alive, and you've got Khan, who is just... You know, we were talking... He's <laughs> destined, he destined to kill everything, whether yeah. he dies in the process, and he uses Shakespeare in such a unique way, which is used later on in... Um, in yeah, the well, you're a country Cumberbatch. And, there we go. In The Undiscovered Country, and in... Um, what was the sixth one? Oh, God. It was Undiscovered Country, and then... Uh, I don't know. I can't even keep track of the titles Anyways. For those. You look at you look at the way that it was Star Trek or got, Star Wars. That's like no, the Marvel DC. Okay. That was the and, divide. And, and the reason I'm bringing this up, you can watch all of these except for the Voyage Home on Paramount Plus. Voyage Home is available now on um, Netflix. No, I'm sorry, on Amazon Prime. So you get all these together, and you look at how different people interpreted, but maintained that fluidity of the original Star Trek universe. Then you get J.J. Abrams coming in. And Abrams saw this in a different way. And he realized the only way to be true to this environment was to restart it. And that's what you get that offset of the Kelvin timeline. When when Nemo's, uh, when, uh, not Nemo. Yeah, it is finding, Nemo. finding Nemo. Yeah, it's actually the Romulan named Nemo. Um, when Nemo's ship. I immediately uh, was thinking of Dory and the fish. I did too. I, said I Nemo totally went, went down that path. I was like, I'm like, no, his, but, it, but Nemo, it is his name. I was right. He's a Romulan. To you. Yeah. Well, like, hey, look, maybe that's through... where the language came from. It came from the Dory fish. <laughs> Speaking whale. That's how it all started. You're welcome, JJ Abrams. Whale is equal I'll be to here all day. Easy. Easy. There we go. Whoa. So you look at how he reinterpreted that by changing the baseline of the timeline, which also alters some of the characteristics of the characters. But the key is that you are who you are destined to become. You are who you are destined to be. And that is part of i think the truth that abrams managed to pull through in the star trek timeline he managed to pay homage to what was happening including the destruction of vulcan which never happened in the original timeline um but it, all these little things are happening in the process of this they went through the process of us losing uh spock like ambassador spock in the you know with leonard nimoy's death in the process of, of the third film Star Trek Beyond, and you roll through all these different elements that were so imperatively important to telling the story in Wrath of Khan and Search for Spock, and now they've got this whole open gateway. The way that Halo should be seen from a television series standpoint is this is how it is being interpreted and envisioned, not by the fans, but by Steven Spielberg, the writing team, and those executive producers who helped him shape that vision so it is as close to what it needs to be in order to be appropriate, but also allowing him the creative freedom to see it through his own eyes. So here's, I think, here's a question and, and for you, though. I, and so that's the thing. Even if it's different than what I would have done as a creator, guess what? I'm not the one making the fucking film. 
I'm not the one making the fucking show, and I leave it to his creative prowess yeah. to show me what he thinks and live in the world that he's envisioned and that he's created through this opportunity. As long as we don't have a Last Jedi situation, we'll be fine. <laughs> Christ on a cracker. That's all I'm saying. Can, can but we besides not do that, that show right now because we'll look, never get out look, of here. Yeah, I know. We're we're not even gonna dive into Star Wars. But well, I will say this though on what? video games. Look, uh, this is on. a great segue. Hold on, real, quick, real quick. No, no. But you had, a, you had one other question. So here's the thing. With the death of Anton Yelchin, uh, yeah, you had the question about what's going on with, um, with the next Star Trek. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Anton Yelchin forgot. You could have moved yeah. on. I would have forgot. Oh. Anton Yelchin, who played uh, Chekhov, mm -hmm. as we all know, passed, passed away. away. Due weird, to way, weird way. Well, no, there was a. It was a. It was a recall that Art. ended up a recall that happened on the um, on the jeeps. Like those jeeps had a recall that was put out on them immediately after this because it is a problem. Like they wouldn't stay in park, and it rolled back and killed him by crushing him between him and his gate. Yeah, it's. The other side of the coin is Anton Yelchin was suffering from cystic fibrosis. Mm. And he, nobody, I mean, nobody fucking knew. And he kept that shit as quiet as possible. And you can see, if you watch the his appearance in, the way he looks in um, beyond in Star Trek Into Darkness with Benedict Cumberbatch, and that's the second film that J.J. Yeah. Abrams yeah. made. And you look at him in beyond is that one called wrath of khan as well no 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 no, no. it's not the oh, wrath of khan what it was is it? in the darkness Star oh Trek yeah in the that's darkness. right uh, that's right that's it's got right. peter weller who used to be robocop um and everybody still forgets well. to this day that chris hemsworth was in his the dad. Star Trek. Is his, is dad? his dad yeah that's george that's that's george that's yeah. george kirk yeah yeah which i wish so, they would bring him back into it because that would probably help it sell even more too i'm just saying whole... bring both the chris's in Bring all so three big, of them in. Fuck it. Just yeah. bring Chris Evans in there, too. The big thing has been the conversation about the chemistry. There was such a uniquely uh, well-balanced chemistry between all of the cast that created the bridge crew that recaptured that same level of um, camaraderie that yeah. the original cast of Star Trek was able to create. And, yeah. and they managed to find just the right people to do this in the right way. And so the question then came down... Do we recast Chekhov or do we write him out? And that creates a very big problem because there's you can't just do a death scene with an actor who no longer exists. It's it's the same scenario and that they had with how Black do you Panther. Write this, same thing. Yeah, how do you write this yeah. in a meaningful way that pays respect to yeah. the lost life and lost character, but also recognize that this is a character that now was part of everything Star Trek yeah. ever is now gone. Yeah. And Chekhov's gone. Um, well, so yeah. you get that, and they have to find a way of doing it. And the last, so it was interesting. There was a the Collider did an interview with a Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg made the comment that he was actually texting JJ the day before, like, where are we at with this? And he's like, we're waiting. We're basically waiting on approval from Paramount to figure out which direction we want to go and how we want to do this. Yeah. So it, from what I understand, everybody's wanting to get back into the Star Trek universe. They're just waiting to figure out the right way to do it. Well, you also have to give it a little time to breathe. Respectful... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, even, and... even with Black Panther, I mean, it was, oh, it, like, so, that thing. So, you know. So rough. Like, and of course, no, again, there's nobody, nobody that knew. can read. He hit, it, <sighs> he hit it from everybody. Well, and, and, that's, that, and that's the crazy thing, though. That's 
I mean, honestly, not only I mean, did he hide it the entire time, but it, it's 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 one of those things where Black Panther can be handed down to other generations. That was how the comic book always worked. They could pass it on to the next person, but but just because he was so good at that and he was going he was. through that cancer the entire time and didn't say anything from the very first time he was on screen he had cancer and, but nobody knew and, and i get it but but I'll, but i wouldn't yeah. want my public out there either but the fact that he hid it from everybody was crazy and good for him because you know honestly if if like and and I, i'm not gonna try to get morbid in any way but if i ever had some kind of ailment or if I ever exactly had cancer, what I was about to say. or if I ever had, I probably wouldn't tell anybody either. I probably, I wouldn't try to use it as a sympathy plea. I wouldn't try to get anything out of it or use it as a marketing tool. I would just be me. And if it's my time, it's my time, you know? And, and you know what? Like, honestly, I got to commend him and his entire family, you know, going through that together without telling anybody. That's got to be the craziest secret you would keep in your entire life, you know? So... I mean, honestly, like, yeah. they've already talked about it, and we still don't even know what's happening in Black Panther 2, but it's coming out this year. Yeah. Well, and there's I mean, been and there's been rumors that they're passing down to Shuri, and then there's been all the anti-masking stuff with her right now. She can't even be on set well, because she doesn't want to wear a mask and she doesn't want to get vaccinated. Um, but she was already a pre-negotiated contract with Marvel before that, that mandate passed. But now Marvel yeah. is like, you either get vaccinated or you lose your job. And a lot of people are, and now, now even Wasp, um, yeah. uh, Evangeline Lilly, she's, yeah. I guess, that way as well too. And and they're like, look, we don't give a shit. Like we're protecting people. It's not just about you. It's about everybody. Yeah. And so people are, you know, left or right on it, whatever. But and I'll be honest, if you fuck up Paul Rudd and Michael Douglas, I'm gonna be really pissed off. This yeah, Lily. Yeah, I mean, Paul Rudd will never <sighs> die. He's like Benjamin Button. He'll never age. He is Benjamin Button. He started old. Oh my god. It's yeah. No, he started I, right? old. He had an old soul from the second he popped out of his mom's hoo-ha. Wow. Yeah. All I'm just saying. Use the word hoo-ha on screen. Yeah, hoo-ha. That just um, happened. Look. Yep. Now I'm not the one who said it this time. Yeah. 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 Why is my oh I've been so, drinking coffee, that's right. So let's before we keep going down really the movie path. Because yeah. this is so, a recap month the, anyway. How, this is this is our yeah. fourth week. Yes, there's been four of these, DJ. This is the fourth one. I know, this is the fourth one. Oh, <laughs> and, oh yeah, true. Yeah. Um, now you know. Now you know. I know. Um, I mean, we had but, that argument earlier. But anyway, so what I was going to say, though, we do have a big month of video games coming up. We have a lot of big things coming up. Uh, we have Huge Seafood. releases. Uh, Pokemon just came out. Um, uh, Pokemon Dying Legends. Light 2 is coming. D D Dying Light comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Dying At Light midnight. 2 comes out. Yep. I'm excited. Uh, I, I know that tomorrow I'm going to start on God of War during the day and then rotate to Dying Light 2. Nice. And just bounce between those two. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, we've got a lot of good games to come out with. We've got You're a lot gonna of bounce. You're going to play God of about. War nonstop. <laughs> I'm going to tell uh, you right now, got, you cannot yeah. leave that game once you start it, dude. You're stuck. I'm no, sorry. That's, you Dying know, Light James is going to take a back burner. I haven't even bought Dying Light 2 yet. I've been kind of like waiting. Oh, um, but I, owned, I, I, I bought the legendary shit I, of that. I, of that yeah, last year. Yeah, I, I was going Early. to. I was going to, but I was like holding off that, uh, you know, I, I, if I get a free code for it, I'm giving it away. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 honestly, I was kind of waiting for that a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, but but also too, like most of the time we get review copies anyway, and I always do my reviews on the games anyway. But yeah. um, ultimately, at the end of the day, 
we have Dying Light 2, which is huge. We also have Sifu. We also, which is a martial arts, it, crazy looking game. It's going to be on PS4 and PS5, and I believe PC as well. Um, I was afraid I, where you were going to go with this, and I'm glad that's the direction you took it. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> I can already see your face, and I know where you're going now, and I'm not going to say it out loud. Anyway, so then we have uh, Horizon Forbidden <laughs> West, which is coming out on PS5 as well. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, it, unless Microsoft buys them up, I don't you know. <laughs> But anyway, sorry, I had to throw one right. jab in either direction. Yeah. Um, or we'll just, you know what? Let's just say this. Maybe Nintendo will just get ballsy and buy both Microsoft and Sony and just say, screw it. Let's hope that does not happen. That'd um, be weird. Anyway, so yeah, and then we have we have uh, Destiny coming out, obviously, the 22nd, and uh, Elden Ring. Yeah, and, uh, yep, I've got oh. Elden Ring codes already. I'm super excited about that one. Um, plus, if I'm not mistaken, so far, the expected beginning of delivery for the Steam Deck is the 25th. Is the 25th of this month as well. Yep. Uh, I have one ordered, but mine so is do I. the... I'm second wave. Is Yeah, I'm the big one. I got the... I got the, the, I got the big one, too. I'm second okay. wave. So we're, so we're second wave, and when yep. we get those, it'll be exciting. Um, yeah, we'll do a showcase. We'll show them on stream. Maybe we'll do a box opening together. I think that'd be yeah, kind of cool. That'd be awesome. Uh, so one thing to so a couple things to look forward to. We've got our indie game. We got shoot the shit next week, where we're just gonna sit around and talk around the dumb shit that we see on the internet. Uh, followed by week two, which will end up being our indie game uh, dev case. Taking a look at all those things. Week three, of course, we got the return of Cup of Robots and Kickass Jamis to talk about comic books, and we're gonna be discussing the new launch that'll be happening a week after that show with DC's Batman, and we're gonna be. Talk about our expectations, the latest trailers, Uncharted. things we're looking forward to. We've got Uncharted coming out. Moon Knight. Lots of, and Moon Knight. Yeah, we didn't talk about Moon Knight last time. So we've got a lot of great yep. DC and Marvel topics to go and uh, discuss. And then, of course, week four, we'll do another recap with all of you. Yep. So that's what we've got for the month of February here with Pardon the Distraction. And I think that's about... Uh, that's about it. Yeah, Drake, pretty much. where can everybody find you? You can find us everywhere. Oh, oh, you, you want more? Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. All right, no, we're uh, on all social media. It's uh, Pardon the D. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Obviously, we're here on YouTube as Pardon the Distraction. Make sure you guys like, subscribe, and follow all of our videos. We definitely want to hear your comments. If you find anything funny, hysterical, or maybe we were wrong, or you have other additional opinions and you want us to chime in, make sure you comment down below. And yep. that looks weird when I point down below, but you get what I'm doing there. there so uh, make sure you guys do that because every single one of you guys subscribe. Yeah, what? yeah, that. That's pardon not what I pardon meant, that. Now I've said pardon it. Pardon that. Um, I don't know. We went back to Arkansas. Sorry, Arkansas. Um, so <laughs> anyway, uh, freaking uh, can't say it enough, guys. You guys have been killing it. We yeah. had almost 6.8K views on the last video that we posted. Oh, it's been going up and up. And over rad. 200 plus likes on every video since uh, DJ and me um, really started the second season of this and just going forward, it's been awesome. Um, and we are so excited to keep this momentum going. Uh, so just keep giving us topics below. If there's stuff you want us to talk about, again, make sure you comment below. And uh, yeah, and maybe if we get enough traction on this, maybe we'll open up our own Discord and you guys can comment with us there as well one day. That's awesome. All right. You can find The Lost Drake across every platform you can think of at The Lost Drake. You can find me at DJ Blue PDX across all the things from YouTube to Twitter to Twitch 
to the hovers and all the links. And he posted below. videos on TikTok. We finally forced oh, him. I did. He, he finally, finally did. It. Yeah, I'm slowly getting better at the TikToks and lots of TikTok fails. Yeah. Uh, but thank you guys so much for joining us, and we will see you next time live right here. I'd pardon the distraction. Peace. We out. Bye.